Hey world, what is up? It's your host Alexis Lewis. And you're <laughs> it's cool. Everything is fine. I know how to do my intro. Nothing is wrong. <laughs> What's up guys? It's your host Alexis Lewis. Thanks for joining us again on the full and complete podcast where the gifts of the body come together to edify the body until we're all one in Christ. Thanks so much for joining us again. It is so good to hear you guys' Um, comments and reviews and and your love and support that I've been getting on Facebook and Instagram and of course on the podcast platforms thank you so much for liking for sharing for leaving a review I appreciate all the love (laughs) yes thank you y'all it has been such a week and we're gonna talk about some very truthful things today but real quick real quick as usual full and complete church announcements so what's going on in the full and complete world well your girl has found some guests yes we found some guests we're gonna have some guests on um in the later episodes of the podcast so please be around to hear that um we'll also try to and we'll see what the technology and all that stuff requires and what it looks like but to be able to um, do like a podcast live. So be on the lookout for that because that actually sounds pretty freaking cool. Definitely be on the lookout for that. Um, and other full and complete church announcements. Um, actually, you know what? I think that might have been the only announcement. <laughs> yeah, that might have been the only announcement, which is cool. No big deal. Um, yeah, guys, just make sure to be on the lookout for this guest. And if you um have any ideas recommendations if you're if you're like alexis go check this person out we want to hear from them and what they think about such and such and such and such let me know because i'm i'm here for it can't make any promises that they'll be on the potty but like we can we can we can vet them out and make sure they're on the up and up and then you know we'll look into it so look at there (laughs) all right guys so to the actual meat of the podcast this week enough of my ranting um this week we're going to talk about bearing a witness for christ so in all things as of lately if you go and turn on the news if you just go talk to someone who is not living under a rock (laughs) you have noticed that there just seems like there's a whole lot of stuff popping off anybody else just just i mean from the the protests that are happening in cuba to the assassination assassination wow there we go from the assassination of the haitian president to the surfside condo collapse from i mean what else is happening we have billionaires launching into space like (laughs) there's just a lot going on and we have seen, I mean, these things that are good and cha- and should be championed and celebrated, but we've also seen a lot of tragedy and a lot of um, controversial things pop off in the last week or so. And what has really been on my heart as I'm watching all of these things unfold is, well, one, Lord, that you would be, you would be with them, of course, like in the comfort zone so 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 much tragedy has happened and so many things that are 
um, have been in just for a while are now coming to the light and there's a call for justice which has also been in my prayers but my my main prayer as of this week in these last few weeks has been that those who are believers around them would bear such fruit that it would testify to the goodness of God so that's what we're going to talk about this week we're going to talk about our character as as believers what it should like look like what it shouldn't look like um what fruit are we're supposed to be bearing what fruit we're not supposed to be bearing and how significant our character is in the evangelical side of the gospel making sure that people know about god and that he encount that we that other people <laughs> encounter god through us so let's go ahead and start off with the first point so what does it mean to have character what does it mean to have a godly character what makes that up i mean i'm pretty sure we've heard sermons and and lessons taught about character before and about witness before but i think often that we go straight to the definition and then we don't bring out the examples we don't do the maybe the best of job going to scripture and saying this is the way that a believer is going to act and how they act will bring people into christ or repel people from christ so we're today going to be in colossians let's go chapter three i might dive into some other parts of the scripture too but we're definitely going to be around chapter three on today so I am not going to read this entire chapter to you. It's not ridiculously long. In fact, the book of Colossians is not long at all. However, if I read that entire chapter to you, you would be looking at me like you did last week when the podcast was 50 minutes long. <laughs> I'm trying to, we're not, we're not going to do that. However, I am going to tell you as someone who fully believes in context and making sure those scriptures are used properly interpret it properly please 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 don't just take part of colossians chapter 3 and run with it i want if you're listening to me and you're like oh colossians chapter 3 we're going to study from that today absolutely however i want you to go in your private time and your personal time and your devotional time whenever you get the chance to go and read the entire book of colossians the the entire letter because it's truly a letter you wouldn't you wouldn't read someone's text messages if they typed you a whole paragraph right a good five to seven sentences long long paragraph in a text message you wouldn't just go pull out one sentence so don't pull out just one passage of of a book or a letter that you're reading from go read the whole book go 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 search that thing out but anyhow back on the topic we're gonna come from colossians 3 today and we're gonna talk um First of all, what it looks like to bear witness and bear character and have the right character that resembles Christ. So in this book, Paul is talking to the church of Colossians. And in chapter three, he comes out of chapter two, talking about the issues of um, judgment and almost almost like legality in a way. He's talking about 
you know people judging them according to their drinking and the way they keep their festivals he's talking about not um taking on and being bamboozled for lack of better words by people's nice sounding philosophical words Paul is basically saying hey you guys have been freed in Christ so don't go back to the bondage of um legality yeah and so then he comes into here into chapter three talking about putting to death certain parts or certain actions and putting on certain actions and traits and values that make us new in Christ so some of those things being that we should put to death being fornication uncleanliness passions evil desires covetedness anything that would be idolatrous um even he goes into wrath anger malice blasphemy filthy language lying why are we talking about all these things alexis i thought we were talking about building character for christ but we're talking about these things because oftentimes if you have looked into the world of uh, i can't speak for other countries but i can speak for american christianity if you look into the world of american christianity <laughs> i mean i want you to just go to starbucks on a sunday afternoon i have heard horror stories from baristas about the church crowd about the people who literally just got done talking and singing and worshiping and preaching about the goodness of god go treat their barista like they are trash they 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 have not laid off anger they're using anger to correct the barista i have and this goes beyond sunday i've just I'm really concerned for the body of Christ because I've seen more often than not a lot of believers who who say they love God bear a witness that is completely opposite from him. If if, if in 1 John, John tells us that God is love, right? And that if we can't show love to our brothers, how, how, how dare we say that we love God? That That's hypocritical. I'm then confused by those who say they love God, yet cannot offer decent kindness, respectfulness, courtesy to others who are around them. I'm, I'm talking about these things when it comes to bearing care to or bearing witness to god because first off paul doesn't paul doesn't go off about this one minute okay cool we're back paul doesn't go about this <laughs> talking to us about putting on certain things first i feel like that's an important distinction when paul is talking to the church of colossian or colossian when he's talking to the colossians <laughs> he starts off in chapter three by telling them to put to death certain things first before they take on t- 
tender mercy and kindness and humility. Put to death first anger and malice and lying. Put that to death first. Why do we put that to death first? Well, it's kind of the same reason why you would want to take a shower before you put on clean clothes. I don't know anyone who is going to put on clean clothes on a dirty body. But you can't, you, you can't tell me when you hop out that shower, you wash out all the dirt that was on your body from the day. And you put on a clean pair of pajamas that you don't feel some kind of good. It is irrational to think that we will be able to properly display the love of God if we have yet to put to death the things of our flesh of the world. How can we expect to fully love people the way God loves us if we have yet to put to death anger? How can we expect for us to show tender mercies and kindness if we have yet to put to death com um, covenantness and passions in all the things that we're not supposed to be bearing as believers? Paul tells this church and us first to put to death anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy language, lying, any deeds that would be associated with the sons of disobedience, with those who are not of God, so that we can fully take on the characteristics of the new man, of of those who are the sons of God. Well, how do we put those to death? I guess would be the next question. How do we how do we get rid of those things? Cuz honestly, I think a lot of the times we we talk about oh, just put them to death by, you know, changing your ways. And I think that's a really good start and I think that at the at the bare minimum, yeah. Like if you had to wrap it up and put in a nice little bow yeah change your ways change your actions it has to be a conscious decision but I, I, for it to be a conscious decision i think we do need to recognize that it is unconscious in us it is it as it is as if it is wrapped up in our bones to be selfish <laughs> to be hostile this this anger this wrath the, these things that Paul tells us to put to death it is like it's it's like second nature for us for us to walk in those things and so then it is a conscious decision daily for us to put to death those things we're getting another coffee on that all right so yeah it is a conscious decision for us to put to death those things and so it looks like us when we're maybe not the happiest with the service we get um, when we're out or we're not feeling the best about a certain thing to not lash out but to consciously excuse me all but to consciously put to death anger and instead replace that anger with patience 
I know that is a lot easier said than done, but it truly is a conscious decision daily to look at our hearts, have the Holy Spirit examine our hearts. Because I, I think, I don't understand how you could put to death anything that is unlike God without the Holy Spirit. Try to do anything to glorify God in your own might without the power of the Holy Spirit is destined for failure. You can't change your own heart. That's not a thing. Like, that's not something that can possibly be done. You can't say, well, God, I've got this. I'm going to glorify you by changing my own ways. No, you need the power, the convicting power of the Holy Spirit. I've heard people say before that conviction for them is like, I don't want to be convicted. Uh, I just want to do what I want to do. I have thoroughly in, in the few years that I've had to be able to walk with God. I mean, being some of the most amazing years. I literally don't think I've lived life until I was able to live it with him. But I've heard people in my few years of walking with Christ just be like, uh, conviction, blah, we don't like that. I thoroughly enjoy being convicted. Here's why. When I'm convicted, I know God is still working on me. When I feel conviction, I know the Holy Spirit is still living on the inside of me. I know God is still desiring that I look like him daily. And so I would rather be convicted than to never feel the power of the Holy Spirit convicting me in my life. I would rather feel convicted about lashing out on someone than to lash out on someone and not feel any kind of remorse. That's just me, child. That is that is just me. That is just Alexis. I would rather feel convicted and change my tone up real quick and apologize and take the humble, low, submissive to God route than to pop off at the mouth and not feel any kind of remorse from God. Anywho... <laughs> So we talked about putting to death all of those things that that don't serve us, that aren't reflective of the God in us. So what does it look like to put on the things that bear witness to God in our lives? Well, Paul in Colossians chapter 3, verse 12, I'm reading out of the New King James Version, by the way, um, read out of whichever version makes you happiest. No, 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 no. Don't read out of which version makes you happy. It's read out of the read out of which version that is as close to the original text as possible, um, but also gives you clarity as you're studying. You don't want to read the King James version and it's confusing you. Ain't no point in that. Um, if you're looking for advice as to where and what version might be the best. Um, the New American Standard Bible is good. The Christian Standard Bible is good. I like the New King James Version because it takes out a lot of the these, thus, thousand, wheresoever is <laughs> that confused the crap out of me and allows me to just read the way that I know how to read. But anyway, um, and maybe that's something we'll talk about later, study tools. I think that'd be a good episode. Distracted. Okay, anywho. Um, 
Paul in chapter 3 verse 12 says therefore as the elect of God holy and beloved put on tender mercies kindness humility meekness long-suffering hearing with one another and forgiving one another if anyone has a complaint against another even as Christ forgave you so you also must do but above all things put on love somebody somebody give god some praise right there but above all things put on love which is the bond of perfection and let the peace of god rule in your hearts to which also you were called in one body and be thankful and we're gonna stop right there we could continue to go on but we're actually no let's go on let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. And whatever you do in word or deed, do all. Yes, I love this. Okay. And whatever you do in word and in deed. Do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. I am like excited, excited. So <laughs> we put to death things that don't bear witness to God. And so then Paul tells us to put on tender mercies, kindness, humility, meekness, long suffering. Don't these sound like a lot like the fruits of the spirit? Because they are. Um <laughs> tender mercies kindness humility meekness long-suffering hearing one another i think that we we could learn from that one hearing one another and that doesn't just go for those we agree with i think one of the most slept on things when we are talking about the disciples and the great commission is how jesus sent them to areas that they were common and formal with that they were comfortable with but he also sent them to places like samaria into other countries that they that they would in first century <laughs> christianity ancient judaism would consider themselves as being defiled for walking into those lands walking to gentile areas in socializing with them go spread the gospel to them those who you don't agree with those who are blatantly at odds with you hearing them out too let's get back on point <laughs> Tender mercies, kindness, humility, meekness, long-suffering, hearing with one another. And forgiving one another. If anyone has a complaint against the other, even as Christ forgave you, you must also do. I feel like that's really hard for us to do, and rightfully so. Well, is it rightfully so? I don't know about that one. But I, I understand that forgiveness is easier said than done. But I think when we put it in, in that way, the way Paul puts it, even as Christ forgave you. Because, I mean, think of all the sins before you got saved, or even if you're not saved. It, think of all the sins you committed before you knew Christ. And the sins that you'll, you, you are still going to commit. Because I don't know anyone who got saved and then just never, never sinned again. Um, 
I feel like that's a whole other lesson for a whole other day about how, you know, we, we could be filled with the Holy Spirit, but we'll still, we still, we still be slipping. We still be stumbling. We still got our issues. That's what we have the, the, the blood of Jesus for. That's, that's why Jesus died on the cross. The sins that we've committed before and that we will continue to commit until we are in the presence of God. He's covered all that. Anywho, um, forgiving one another, but above all these things. And this is really the point I want to talk about. Put on love, which is the bond of perfection. So I want you to think about this passage right here from 12 to 14, it looks like. As putting on your clothes for the day. This is why, ah, look at there. That was so unintentional, but so purposeful. Thank you, Jesus. This is why when we started off, the illustration that was given was like taking a shower before you put on clean clothes. Because what do you look like putting on clean clothes with a dirty body? That don't make no sense. Putting on clean clothes with the dirty body will just make the clothes dirty. Like, yeah, you're going to wear the clothes and the clothes are you're going to have to change and wash again. But you're supposed to put on clean clothes on a clean body. Nevertheless. Okay. So think about these next few verses as if you're putting on your clothes for the day. Paul tells the church of Ephesus in the book of Ephesians to put on the armor. Think about it like that. You're putting on tender mercy, kindness, humility, meekness, long suffering, the, the ability to hear one another and to forgive one another. But he says, above all these things, put on love. And I want you to think about putting on love as putting on that final seal that that coat on a rainy day that 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 piece of clothing that just makes your outfit complete you're gonna put on love as the outermost layer why would love be the outermost layer well because love would be the first thing people need to see if you have studied and read the Bible for some time, or even if you haven't, we all know that when we're describing God, especially for those who are enamored with the study of the New Testament, that one of the first characteristics you'll hear about God and about his, his characteristics in general is his love. You'll hear about his love all the time. His love for us, his love for the world, his love for people, his love when we don't deserve it. You'll hear about his love from everyone and in everything. And I think this is why it's so important. And also why Paul said above all of these things, above you being tender in your mercies, above you being kind, above you being humble, above you hearing from people, even the people you don't agree with, put on love. And all of these things put on love. Because love is is the direct arrow when it comes 
to pointing people to Christ, when it comes to pointing people to God, when it comes to pointing people to the Holy Spirit, the first thing they'll see and the thing that will honestly last with them the longest is you putting on love, is you reflecting love, is you showing them love, even when they don't feel like they should be loved, even when you don't feel like they should be loved. Oftentimes we think love is something that has to be um, reserved for people who have earned it. But the funny thing about us as believers and about us as as recipients of the love of God is that oftentimes we find ourselves in these positions where we don't think people deserve love. Yet, nevertheless, we are told to give it. You as a believer can't just be like, well, you don't deserve love in this moment because you hurt me and you did this, that, and the third, and I just don't understand how anyone could love you and da 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 No, 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 no. You, you don't get to reserve your love for people you think are, are, are special enough to receive your love as a believer. Everyone gets love off the bat. Off the bat. I don't care who you are. I don't care what they did to you. Everyone gets love off the bat. Why? Because your life isn't about you and what makes you feel good. Your life is about making sure that the glory of God is shown through you. It's about making sure that your life is a living epistle. Your life points people directly to Christ. The moment you open your mouth and say that you're a believer, people are reading you. And this is why love has to be the first and foremost thing on you, in you, through you, in your speech, in your actions, in the things that you do. Everything that reads off of you better read love if you're a believer. I'm sorry I know that was very I'm not sorry because <laughs> I could preach on this thing I'm not sorry we have to become better examples better better witnesses when it comes to love I can tell you stories and I think one day I'll, I'll probably sit down with you and tell you my testimony because that's a story that's so fun <laughs> it's so fun to hear Eh. <laughs> I, I, I kid I kid but I think one day I'll share that that part of my life with you because there are stories where I can tell you you know hearing from people who have walked out of horrible things thinking that they would be met with the love of Christ and believers have actually been met with a lot of animosity and hatred and anger and that shouldn't be so I think a lot of the times we look at people nowadays and we look at this generation like, oh my goodness, I can't understand why they are turning from God so rapidly. Well, if you look at the way some of us have treated others, if we look at the way some of us in, 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 our, in our moments of, of, I don't know, everyday life have decided to treat others we don't agree with. Or even others we do agree with. I have heard story behind story behind story behind story of church hurt. And then people going as far as to invalidate such hurts. And then wonder why people are turning away from the church. 
wondering why they're turning to spirituality, wondering why they're turning to chakras and rocks and horoscopes to believe in, wondering why they're turning to 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 this progressive side of Christianity, why they're turning to something that's far, far, far from the truth, why they're turning to deconstruction, why they're turning to other gods, and why they're turning to idolatry, because they're finding more love and comfort in idolatrous things than they're finding in the body of Christ. Why are we surprised when we are failing to put on love as the final coat, as the first thing that they'll see in, in our lives? Why are we surprised that we are seeing people turn from Christ when we are failing to exemplify and to show the very thing that he is well known for? You can't tell me your God is loving and then chew me out at the same time. <sighs> Above all things, put on the love. Put on love, sorry. Which is the bond of perfection. And let the peace of God rule in your hearts. To which also you were called into one body. And be thankful. Paul tells us on the outside we should put on love. And that on the inside we should put on peace. On the, uh, on the deep, deep parts of our heart. Peace should be reigning and abiding. And that in all in all, we should be thankful. Let the word of God dwell in you richly. With all wisdom. Notice this isn't say the word of your pastors. The word of the TV evangelists. The word of your social media preacher. But the word of God, let that dwell in you richly. I genuinely believe that if we had the word of God dwelling in us a little bit more. And not what we want the word of God to say, but the actual word of God. If it dwelled in us a little bit more, we would begin to see more love. We would begin to see more people come into the body of Christ. Teaching and admonishing one another. I love that because that I feel like that that tells us that, that you know one isn't above the other, but all of us teaching and admonishing each other in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. And and I, this is. You know what? I'm trying to stick to what I said was going to be the agenda and the bullet points for this podcast, but I really feel God leading us in a different direction. And so we're just going to talk this out and wherever we end up is wherever we end up. But verse 17 says, and whatever you do in word or in deed, do all things in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. And I feel like that, that that's that's kind of where I want to tie it up. And 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 I'm sorry if you came for a really structured podcast, but that thing just 
just kind of knocked us off and you know i i <laughs> i'm big on where the holy spirit leads is wherever we're going everything is subject to change here and whatever you do in words or in deeds do it all in the name of lord jesus whatever you do believer in word or in deed do it all in the name of our lord jesus i want you to to hold that let that be like like a good tattoo on your wrist let it be like the the bracelets you wear to remember um your favorite bible verse let that be the thing that you keep in front of you at all times whatever you do or in words or in deeds let it be done in the name of our lord jesus whatever you decide to do on that day because again like i said earlier it is a conscious decision to put to death anger wrath malice jealousy all of this stuff put to death all of that and put on all of the things paul tells us to put on with love being the final thing that they the final thing for us but the first thing people see do all of the things that you do from holding the door open for someone from paying to someone's meal to inviting someone to church from encouraging someone when they're feeling down from grieving with those who are grieving from being there for those who can't be there for themselves let all you do in your deeds and then in your words from encouraging those who cannot be encouraged by themselves from leading those to Christ when they feel as if all hope has been lost. From simply greeting your next the next person you meet with a hey, how you doing? From from straight up just smiling at someone. We <sighs> There are so many people whose days are just lit up with your smile with your genuine joy you don't understand how many people are facing horrific things yet your words and your deeds are bringing them life You don't know if the next person you smile at has just had a death close in their family. You don't know if the next person you, you, you crack a joke with was considering suicide. You don't know what people walk through. You don't know how badly they need Christ. And you don't know, and I'm hoping from this podcast you would know that the next person you meet needs to see Christ through you. It can't just be you telling them Bible verses. It can't just be you sharing your inspirational post.
it has to be done with your actions and with your deeds. People need to see Christ through you when you hold that door open. They need to see Christ through you when you smile at them and wave. You don't know what people are going through. We assume that everyone has time to get saved. You don't know. People need to witness Christ through you. And I'm not just talking about the unsaved. Us in the body of Christ, we need to see Christ through you. We need to see the joy of the Lord through you. Your witness matters more than you know. The way you act, the way you think, the way you talk, the way you walk matters more than you know. My hope and my prayer is that after listening to this, you won't take the same steps you've been taking without the, the conscious thought that you are witnessing Christ, that you are bearing witness to him. My hope and my prayer is that your next interaction with someone, the first thought in your mind would be, I have no idea if they know Christ, but I pray that through my actions, they would see him. You're a bigger part to this than you know. And so my, my prayer is that throughout our daily lives, that we would be so, so, so reminded that everything we do as believers, as those who claim relationship with Christ, everything we do bears witness to him. So bear a good witness. Be kind. I know people don't always deserve it. I know that person that cuts you off in traffic probably pissed you off. But be kind. I know the person who betrayed you, who talked behind your back, who let you down, probably doesn't deserve your love, but they deserve Christ's love. So show them that love anyways. And you might be thinking, well, what if I show them that love and they don't show that love in return? What if I, I am kind to them and, and, and does nothing for me? Well, well, some things you won't always get a reward out of. It's not always to benefit you. The moment you decided to live for Christ is the moment you decided to die to yourself. And that's in all things. Your witness is more important than you know. The, the characteristics you bear, the fruit that you bear is more important than you know. And so I pray that this has been the, the jolt, the wake up call, the impact that you need to be more conscious in your, in your words and in your deeds. To put off all of the things that look unlike God and to put on all the things that we know so well resemble God. So that he would be glorified in our lives.
And so I know this looks <laughs> a lot unlike the structure I put out in the beginning minutes of this podcast, but I, I believe the God that God is is well pleased and so we're gonna end right here and so guys that's the podcast for today (laughs) if you're looking to find more of me your host alexis you can find me on facebook if you type in alexis lewis you should see someone somewhere twirling a flag in the sun and maybe me with a face i don't know somewhere you'll find me over there on facebook I'll promise sometime in the future I'll get a little bit more detail as to how you could find me on Facebook. But if you also want to find me on Instagram, that's a little easier. You'll type in with.love underscore Alexis, A-L-E-X-I-S on Instagram. You should be able to find me over there. Make sure you um, leave a review, a five-star review. You can leave that down below. Um, Make sure that you tell someone to listen in to to hear what God is saying and make sure above all things if you don't do anything else I've asked you to do today make sure your witness is bearing the love of Christ make sure all the things that you do and say are done in the name of our Lord Jesus make sure that the life you're living resembles the life of Christ yeah so guys i thank you for joining and i pray you guys would enjoy the rest of your day go ahead and do what it is that whatever god has called you to do we will see you guys later we'll hear from you guys later you hear from me later all right guys bye